Attention. The movie guys love movies. Any comments about how the Motion Picture Academy overlooks comedies are purely for entertainment purposes only. Ah, screw it. This week we have an agenda. Harold Ramis was robbed. Come here, Francine. Come here. I collect spores, molds, and fungus. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. This week was just a walking down the steps, singing do popping her fingers and shuffling her feet, singing do You can't go. All the plants are gonna die. The great Harold Ramis. It made me very sad when I found out. I actually was alone and I felt like I needed to reach out to someone. So I went to Facebook. Everyone was talking about it on Facebook. Harold mm-hmm. Ramis passing away was was big news. I found a picture of Gilda Radner, Harold Ramis, and John Belushi from their old Second City days. And I put it on Facebook with a little caption that I wrote that said, I'm pretty sure this is what heaven looks like. That's a great picture. Yeah. I, it's unfortunate that, I mean, he... He was like, he was just the masterful comedy. Everything great about the comedies of the 80s is... He's like the Scorsese yes. of comedies. Those people, the Bob Rafelsons yes. of this world, <laughs> yes. will catch a lot of credit for being you know, radical in the 70s and like, you know, those 70s filmmakers. We always right. think about these 70s filmmakers and they were so good. But there were but, a bunch of them that made one good thing, right. and one thing that's unwatchable now. And like Harold <laughs> Ramis made like Ghostbusters, watch. Caddyshack, Stripes. Animal House, Stripes. I mean, come on. You're, gonna, you're, gonna, you're not going to watch Black Widow from no. Bob Rafelson and, anytime soon. And I also think that it's important to remember that Judd Apatow and a whole other generation of excellent filmmakers were influenced by Harold Ramis. Who, who appeared in Knocked Up. Yes, as his ah, father, yes. Amon. Yeah. Handed off the torch. Mm. Yeah. You know, yeah. there was talk that when they kept talking about Ghostbusters 3, this is something I'd heard, and I love Bill Murray, so I want to believe it. That whenever Bill Murray kept playing the bad guy, saying, no, I don't want to do it. It depends on the script. He was doing that because Harold was so sick. There was no way it could be done. And instead of making it be, oh, everybody, Harold's sick. Let's feel sorry for him. Bill said, I'll just not want to do it. And then it won't happen. And we don't. He never physically could have done it. It was a blood disease? Is that right? Autoimmune disease. He couldn't even walk a couple years ago, I heard. That's why I think Mm. that Bill did that. Because he knew there was no way they could film Ghostbusters. He couldn't walk. Well, this is true. This, well, this is the behind the scenes that we didn't get every time they tried to announce that. We didn't know Harold Ramis was dying. And I think that's yeah. what they were hiding in a way. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think in in his name, we get a bad Ghostbusters 3 started today. Today. Let's, Let's get now a I bad, see it. terrible, horrible <laughs> Ghostbusters 3 in his memory started Starting today. Starting right now. You know, Aykroyd's all over it. Um, so one other thing I want to say. Who played, who played Bill Murray's part in Caddyshack 2. He wouldn't be crassly commercial going for anything. Would right? No, no, no. Um, so... We are here. I don't know if you can see this. If you're on YouTube, you want to check this out. But we're at the behind the scenes, talking about behind the scenes of the Oscars. But we're here five days early. We're live from the Oscars. <laughs> where five they're setting early. things up still. <laughs> and but we have thing, Skyjacks behind us. It's so cool. It's like an SCTV show. I yeah. feel like we are doing an homage it's a cool, it's to a Harold cool, Ramis. It's a cool perspective on this thing. Is this is essential viewing for the movie guys is to actually go to the YouTube because we are here and we're right on Hollywood Boulevard, so we're staring at 
sad Spider-Man and uh, <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel Live. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel Live. Oh, and I should, so let me give you the formal welcome, everybody. Oh, yes. Uh, in case you're wondering what you're listening to, it is the Movie Showcast, part of the vast and sprawling Movie Guys empire. Badges? We don't need no stinking badges. So we have them. You've reached ground zero for all things <laughs> movies and comedy. We bring the two together right here on our show every week with jokes, rants, sketches, characters, noise, drilling, oh my God. cherry <laughs> pickers, <laughs> hammering, pounding. It's uh, like nails on a chalkboard. As we Would you please hold your goddamn hammering? <laughs> As we broadcast from the Admirals, wait, we're not wait, the Admirals no. Club. We're not. That's right. No. As Karen said, we're at the red carpet of the Academy Awards, which are this Sunday, March 2nd. All around us, they're setting up for the big awards ceremony. It'll go down in front of the whole world when they give out the Oscars. And remember, you can catch the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. I don't know how you're you listening to us now. You definitely want to look at it for a little bit, even if you don't watch the whole thing on YouTube. Yeah, yeah scrub through this one. <laughs> scrub through this We're one. coming to you live from the before. <laughs> the after is how you'll see it on ABC, but this is definitely the before. I mean, this is the red carpet. It's got plastic all over it, which you'll hear the Skyjacks farting. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the, the theme to the Oscars as they drive over it. And they are putting up plastic everywhere because it rained today in Southern I know. California. How embarrassing. It, it's rained at the Oscars before, and I remember they put all this plastic up. So it was a weather, a weather watch today, everybody back east. A little insider knowledge. <laughs> if, you're, if you're watching this and you're like, hey, what's things like behind the scenes? They keep this, the red carpet covered. You wonder why it's so red when you watch the Oscars? It's because they keep it covered so that none of these sweaty, awful people <laughs> will get anything on it. <laughs> Those people that make your dreams of watching the show come true. Uh, Uh, Hey, these voices you hear, uh, my name is Paul Preston here with Adam Witt and Karen Volpe as we wrap up February. February. Ooh, live sung. (laughs) Lee Kais is not with us as he is ill, which is a shame because he's missing out on this uh, crazy location. He said he had a license to ill. You're so good in so many ways. Uh... Adam will be hosting the Movie Guys for Kids next week. <laughs> I will because he's out. He's out this week. I'll be there. But Lee will be back next week to join us for our Oscar post-mortem. So there will be plenty of Oscar talk later in the show. But till then, there are new movies coming yes. out. How including uh, Miracles and Blasphemy Colliding in what is likely the second installment in the God Trilogy, <laughs> Son of God. And also, Liam Neeson is back to prove that he won't be taking any of your shit. I thought you were going to say he's back to prove he is the son of God. I hate flying. The lines, the crowds, the delays. I always kind of liked it. Six hours, one seat, nobody can get to you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard our non-stop service from New York to London. So normally every year there's a... A movie that no one remembers coming out on Oscar weekend because everyone's focused on the Oscars. They're going to go see the nominated films. They're going to watch the Oscars itself and not go out to the movies on Sunday yeah, it's night. It's going to be a big weekend for Gravity. But this year, it's <laughs> <laughs> already made two hundred fifty million. So many ways. But this is the big Liam Neeson action movie that comes out this time every year. As a matter of fact, I knew that the movie came out. The Liam Neeson movie came out this weekend. I forgot that the Oscars were this weekend. Oh, that says a lot about your love of Liam Neeson. I'm just saying, Lee you had love to remind you some me. Liam Neeson. He's pretty great. It's pretty great that he's an action star now. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I'll take that over. Nell. Uh, <laughs> yeah, over yeah. suspect. Uh, before and after. <laughs> yeah. But he he was. Um, I really liked him in Love Actually. I thought he was great in that. That's a great film. Yeah. Yeah, tons of fun. I mean, he's the only guy. Who went on to action from that group, though, right? <laughs> well, yes. no, Andrew Lincoln it, from Walking Dead is in, oh. is in oh. a small part. Yeah, for anybody watching the video, we had to, we just had to move because it's raining now. I know it's hard to believe. I was just saying that I felt like I was at a parade, and then a giant Liam Neeson float would go by, 
and then we would talk about when it was made and how many people it takes <laughs> yeah. to hold it down. And, or, and ordinarily, you can see a parade of sad mascots, right, from, <laughs> yes. the, from the Man Chinese <laughs> right. Theater. Walking just by sad. Here. Yeah, it's gotten really bad. It's I came sad. out here the other it's day. Horrible now. Look, if I were the it's mayor the of Hollywood or LA or anything, shut it down. Shut it down. It's shut embarrassing. It down. Tourists it's, are accosted. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's done. It's aggressive. And they're so sweaty. There's like sweaty Spider-Man and that Chewbacca, oh. like in the sunlight. Oh, yeah. he looks so uncomfortable. They've never been good, and now they're just running rampant and they're telling you how much money they want yeah which they, is illegal they charge five dollars now by the way it used to be a dollar inflation oh really yeah. yeah they want more money yeah uh going back to liam neeson so here's the thing so i have always liked liam neeson but i'm not a big action movie person i like harrison ford movies that kind of thing but i will see anything with liam neeson in it now anything he's the everyman action hero right i think so yeah all right, well, let's, uh, we'll talk about him in a second. Uh, I do want to get to, uh, well, last year about this time we had a movie called Snitch, a throwaway February release from Dwayne Johnson. But this year, no less than Jesus is returning. Jesus. But uh, don't get too excited there, Pat Robertson, because he's returning to the big screen. <laughs> then again, more people go to the movies in church anyway. So, Adam, <laughs> let's talk about it. All right. Live from the red carpet. Just in time for we're six weeks away from Easter comes Son of God. Or as the kids are calling it, three days killed. Yes, not since The Passion of the Christ have moviegoers paid good money at the Megaplex for a story told pretty much for free every Sunday at church. I admire Hollywood for once again updating this classic tale, but I kind of think the laser beams <laughs> and flying armor Jesus uses to fight off the vampire and zombie invasion is a little much. At least, I'm pretty sure that's what the story was about. Well, it's a movie, isn't it? Yeah. I thought this was based on a book. But on IMDb, story credit is given to Richard Bedzer, Christopher Spencer, Colin Swash, and Nick Young. Wait, are you saying that the story of Jesus is fiction? <gasps> this time, the story of Jesus focuses on the year he toured with his band, Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost Protocol. I'm kidding. Of course, it focuses on the same stuff all the other stories about Jesus focus on. It's like Jesus' greatest hits. Hey, is that the New Testament you're reciting? Yeah! Well, turn it up, man! Pre-order tickets now and you'll receive Loaves and Fishes, Away in a Manger, Sermon on the Mount, Healing a Leper, and Crucifixion. Yeah, but the movie might receive some protests from modern conservative Christians, bewildered by a Jesus that doesn't like the, the rich and, in fact, helps the poor. Son of God is produced by Mark Burnett of Survivor fame, which makes you wonder why he didn't give us a story like Jesus versus Hitler, like on a deserted island or something. Patent pending. Oh, Patent pending. Sorry, Jesus. Patent pending. Yes, yeah, that, that, I think ours. there was a pause there that's where someone could have stolen it. I don't know. It's a good pending. idea. Patent pending. <laughs> but a warning to everyone out there, don't fall victim to the horrible marketing approach that 20th Century Fox has used here, giving away the whole story in the trailer. Uh, but the worst moment is when Jesus stops healing the blind and preaching to the flock to plug his own movie. I am coming soon. You know, I'll go see this, but only if they wrap the plot in the end credits. There you go. That's so good, everybody. Was there a movie already called Jesus? Is that it? I'm pretty sure Jesus has yeah. taken us a title. Know, probably. <laughs> they had King of Kings, I know that. It's like it's like we know the book is called the New Testament, but we just call the movie Jesus. It's like it's like the story is the Christmas Carol, but you call it Scrooge, right? Right. 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 Now is this gonna be uh, as big a hit as like what uh, Passion of the Christ? Last Temptation of Christ wasn't a huge hit. They're pre selling but Passion was. They're yeah. pre selling tickets. They come out. 
Yeah, they get the whole crowd out because they advertise it on Sundays in churches, right? And yeah. I also they think they it. get the whole crowd out because of uh, it's something as simple as we all know Adam loves superhero movies. So you know you're going to go see it. Well, these Jesus people love Jesus movies. They finally have one. Yeah, those are my gods. Thor? Right? Thor? That's my god, right? Right. That's your god. Tony and Stark? Iron Man? He's kind of a god. <laughs> Tony Stark is not a god. <laughs> He's a god. I agree with Adam. He's Tony done a Stark. lot. He's done a lot with a, lo- a little. Captain America. A little more godlike? Kind of godlike. He's superhuman. Okay. Uh, I'm, just right. not, I'm not saying a and literal And Jesus god. isn't superhuman? Jesus is superhuman. That's what I'm saying. All right, Superman. Superman. <laughs> All right. So... Captain America is Jesus, not God. All right, so we got that figured out. That's good. That's what's Captain important. Captain America is Ronald Reagan. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so oh, huge, I, huge weekend for that, and uh, none of us are going to see it, right? And you know oh, what? No. I hope this. It, no, no, I'm I mean, not going to go yeah, see that. Right, right. It's filled with pop music. Is it? Yeah, Talk about like ballads, pop like music. Jewel sings a tune in it. Oh yeah, stuff oh. like that. Well, that's, uh, that's how. That's how. That's how they show their. Where their faith lies, right? Like, like Jewel doesn't go up every day and say, hey, I'm a Christian. I don't, I don't see That's that true. in the papers. But Jewel I also, bet Creed has a song on it. Right? <laughs> Jewel also isn't I hope stupid. So, man. I hope so. She knows that if she gets her music in that movie, I bet she didn't volunteer it. You know, I bet they paid her. Oh, how great would that be if they for the Scientology movie? Didn't they do... Uh, Battlefield Earth? Battlefield Earth. Wouldn't it be great if that was like filled with like all these bands that came out as Scientologists? Like, right? you find out Aerosmith is a Scientologist. <laughs> like, oh, man. <laughs> I just hope that the Son of God doesn't interfere with the Jesus parade that happens on Good Friday at my house. No. I hope it doesn't either. Mm-hmm. Got to keep those streets packed. Yes. Behind my house, I there's actually, this side. Yes. I actually turned around. I heard beeping. I thought I might get run no, over you're not by, get a, hit by, anything. by another cherry picker. This is great what's going on behind us. Can this you see is it? Actually oh, yeah. The, you can uh, see it a little bit. The YouTube video, I think, is essential viewing this week because we've got a whole <laughs> show going on behind us. And uh, but next film. Oh, honorary uh, movie guys, yes. Because uh, I'm sure, Karen, you want to talk about Liam Neeson again. Oh, that's why I'm here. And this time uh, of year is the obligatory, but who's complaining, Liam Neeson's springtime action movie. Woo-hoo! This year, your suspension of disbelief is about to reach 40,000 feet with nonstop. Karen? Yes! Liam Neeson returns to the cinema to do what he does best. Be super serious in a heavy drama? No, me from 1996. <laughs> to be an action star. Yes, the actor from Schindler's List, Michael Collins, and Nell is now a reliable action star. Putting out as many pure action films a year as Mark Wahlberg, and nothing could be more perfect. When we last last left Liam Neeson, he was fighting wolves. Fighting wolves! Wolves! (laughs) And every thug in Eastern Europe. Now he's up against his biggest enemy yet, a Boeing 747, which he will punch, then eat, piece by piece. This time, Liam Neeson plays Bill Marks, an air marshal on a, spoiler alert, non-stop flight. And in this month's episode of Who's on the Phone with Liam Neeson, (laughs) he receives a text from Mr. Mystery Guest, who says he's going to kill one person on the flight every 20 minutes. (laughs) This madman is so insane that not only is he careless about human life, but he also doesn't care about the airline's regulations for putting your phone in airplane mode during the flight. I wonder if that other actor was asked to do it first, one who got all mad because um, he wouldn't turn off words with friends. Oh, Alec Baldwin? Alec Baldwin was cast originally in this originally. part, but then they put Liam Neeson. Right. Liam Neeson will be doing the Capital One ads next. Right. And I will get a Capital One because he'll be very serious about he, it. I'd be afraid I'd get hurt if I don't. <laughs> but just, a low interest rate. Okay, all right, I'll get it. Jesus right, Christ. Right. But just when you think the plot is easily solved by a delicately worded announcement from the airplane captain, the crew informs Bill that they think he's the murderer. 
Man, he's here to save the day and catching nothing but shit for it. Maybe he should run for president. Right. Then things go from bad to worse when Bill discovers that the in-flight movie is Clash of the Titans. Harsh. Oh, there you go. <laughs> now he's trapped at 37,000 feet with a murderer and nowhere to run or hide, which begs the question, how do you carry on an action film with nowhere to run or hide? And no housetops to run between. Like, there's no rooftops. You can't. It's not possible. And as he scrambles to save his fellow passengers and his own sanity, Bill becomes more abusive, and no one on the flight will be spared. Let's hear a clip. Hi, buddy. Would you like a glass of water? Yeah, actually. Too bad. <laughs> Super harsh. <laughs> but we can be assured of his quality because every Liam Neeson movie comes with one guarantee. Liam Neeson is in it. Hey. This movie will be good for one reason, if nothing else. The long-standing rule that no movie whose title has two meanings can be all that bad. True. Non-stop is not only a type of flight, but it's also a type of pulse-pounding action movie. <laughs> this movie already has a man on first, but it could have been a double if only the arm air marshal were also named Marshall. Oh, <laughs> big so concept close. there. Go with us. I think we can all agree Liam Neeson's life would be much calmer if he stopped answering the phone and checking his text messages. Oh, good advice, honey. There, there you go. go. Why? They keep harassing our Liam Neeson. <laughs> Leave our Liam Neeson alone. Don't get an iPad, man. Don't get an iPad. You said this. He texts on all caps. Everything he says, yes. right? Ah. All right. caps. <laughs> Always all caps. Well, the thing I like about this movie is it's going to take place in the plane, so I will get plenty of Liam Neeson. I hope there's no like side story on land that we see. I don't want to see that. Yeah, you've mentioned that, and that was uh, Air Force One. I had a problem with that. Like, everything Oldman and Gary uh, uh, Gary Oldman and Harrison Ford, loved awesome. it. Go back to the Glenn Close uh, shenanigans down on the ground, I didn't care. Yeah. I don't care either. Yeah. But, you know, maybe it will all take place in the air because the other star is in the air with him. It's not like the chickie is on the la land. Oh, Julianne Moore, yeah. She's in the air, and they oh, pay yeah, a lot she's of the money villain, for right? her. Uh, she's on I the plane. Know, I don't know, maybe she's okay. on the plane. She looks villainous. She does look badass. She looked villainous? Right, oh my god, you're giving away too much information. She got shifty eyes. <laughs> she got shifty eyes. <laughs> shifty eyes, the woman was happy to have five hours to herself to kill Liam Neeson. Uh huh. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Five hours alone, oh. she tries to kill Liam Neeson. How dare she? Also, something very important is I was listening to Howard Stern. Adam, you're going to need to know this. And Mr. Skin has a sister site now called Mrs. Skin for gay men and for women. And they say on there that of all. Why do we need to know this? The penises, yes. Oh, uh, Liam Neeson has a very big penis. <laughs> and that's exciting. I'm excited to see that. There is. I've You're not going to see that. I'm hoping I'll see that. That'd be hilarious if he just whips his dick out. Every, <laughs> how funny would it be if like, it's like, well, you know, we all like Liam Neeson, and then of they course, just, yeah. because he, he whips his dick out every movie. Then they he just, does? Then, then you go just, back yeah, and watch it. They just land the plane. They're like, that's it. <laughs> we apologize. <laughs> the, the bad guy's like, I can't. I can't you have a it. giant dick. I'm <laughs> fine. You just live. I've heard he has a big dick because Kevin Smith on the and I, I would plug his podcast because he's I'm sure he would do it for us. He's a friend of the show. Uh, on Hollywood Babylon, they talk about they they do uh, uh, Liam Neeson jokes, and Liam Neeson's dick is so big. How big is et cetera. it? Et It only plays stadiums. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have a Liam Neeson joke. Oops, I'm sorry. I'm hitting Adam. I have a Liam Neeson joke that I uh, I made up randomly. All right, Liam Neeson's. Dick, uh, dick is so big. How big is it? Liam Nixon's dick is so big that when he's on a plane, he has to use the exit row. Nice. Come on, the whole row. that's good. That's the good. whole emergency exit row. That's yes. Good. We should we should change all the Chuck. It's stupid the Chuck Norris jokes because who gives a shit about Chuck Norris? No. Right. I mean, if it, is it 1976? Are we really talking about how badass Chuck Norris is? No. No. Oh Liam Neeson is a badass. I'm gonna change all those jokes over. What 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 did they call the Virgin Islands after Liam Neeson visited them? Islands. <laughs> the 
That's a stupid joke. <laughs> Liam Neeson doesn't do push-ups. He pushes the earth away from him. Exactly. <gasps> I like there you that. Go. <laughs> Liam Neeson is so awesome that he's awesome. All right, well, listen, he's so notes. awesome. Yes. That you in love to when make a, a joke. <laughs> when a film... <laughs> yeah, overcome. When a film of his comes out, it's not really complete without beeping sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get them to do the National Pledge. I know where you're segueing. Uh, that's right. Uh, we need a reading of the Liam Neeson National Pledge. Oh, Adam, yes. Adam, if you would, please. All right, everybody here at the, at the Oscars, please put your hands over your heart. Repeat after me. Yes. <laughs> I don't know who you are. I don't, I don't know, know who, who you are. are. I don't know what you want. I don't, I don't know, know what, what you, you want. want. But what I do have are a particular set of skills. But what, but I, what do I do have, have a particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Skills, skills that, that make me a nightmare for people, people like, like you. you. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. If, if you let, let my daughter, daughter go, now, go now, that'll be the end of it. it. But if you don't, I will look for you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. I will find you. And I will kill you. I will kill you. Amen. Amen. All right, there you go. Now it's in action. Now the movie can open. Now the film can open. Now we have done the we've done the pledge. Let's do what we came here to do. We can talk about Liam Neeson movies anywhere. Oh, we have. We have been four. But not today. Oh, we're on the red carpet. We're on that gray ashen covered red carpet. We are live from the red carpet. Yeah. So we, it is time to talk Oscars. Oh, good. We're going to take a break for about uh, five seconds, seconds right? Yeah. What do we take? Five, ten second breaks? We'll take about five. We'll take a five. We don't put you out. So come back then, and we'll talk Oscars in just a sec. Uh, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> it sounds like someone just puked. There's some awesome sounds going on here. Wow, they're dumping a lot of water off of the tarp here oh, yeah. that they set yeah, up earlier today. Yeah, they're intersections. They're not going to do it. They're no, not we're gonna good. Hit us. They're no. not going to hit us. We picked the perfect place to watch the parade of Oscars, everyone. Uh, we're back, everybody. We're and, live uh, from the <laughs> red carpet. Let's uh, join in the celebration of the <laughs> best films of 2013. First of all, by seeing if we agree with the Academy's nominees, uh, all right? So we does. know what their best film nominees are. So I want to go around now and find out. <laughs> it sounds you know like what? a it sounds like a cop horse is pissing. Right? I was yeah. just gonna say it sounds like an elephant pissing because that's what they sound like. <laughs> they are going around dumping water off of each of these tarp segments. They're gonna do it by us soon enough. No, no, no. It's good because there's no controller thingy here. We're good. They got to do it. They can't dump water on Brad Pitt. That's right. <laughs> All right, so let's go. I gotta make sure Leo gets through. Dry. <laughs> all right, so let's go through the top five. Uh, Karen, why don't you go first and give all us right, your top five films of 2013. Or? Let's give us all five. Go okay, ahead. so first of all, I loved August Osage County, and I think that it's got a little bit of Academy oh, love. Oh, you led big. That's your number one, That's right? my number one, yeah. August Osage oh. County. I loved it. And then, going big again, Iron Man 3, because it's only awesome. I can't believe Pretty it good. was ignored by the Academy. And then we're staying big, and we're going Bad Grandpa, because I cried three times in it. I almost cried as much in August Osage County. So I'm telling you, Bad Grandpa, have you seen it? Oh, yeah. A brilliant movie. Oh, yeah. And Gravity, of it, course. That, that movie's got more heart than a lot of movies try to have. Shut up. That's what I'm Gravity talking about. Gravity made your number four? Gravity's number four behind Bad Grandpa because I only cried once in Gravity. It's mm. interesting. You cried in Gravity? Oh, it's, oh at the end. Uh, oh. But I was just shocked because I know Karen doesn't handle the motion... The big, the big motion movies, well, but Apollo that's why 13, we had to move to the back of the theater. Hunger Games, we had to move to the back of the theater. But that's why this mm. movie is so brilliant because I was able to stay with it and be involved in all the movement, but I never got sick. So I think that they did something new. That's a whole technical thing. I think they got better at. Wow, <laughs> 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 they 
They're pissing they're on my suggestions. They're constructing a village behind us. And my last one is The Wolf of Wall Street, and I just don't know oh, anything about yes. that world, and I thought that Leonardo DiCaprio was so funny. And again, one minute I was laughing for about 20 minutes, and the next I'm turning around and I'm crying, and I can't believe that things are happening. I'm getting so intense. It's a great movie. And that blonde chick, I need to have sex with her. She was awesome. What I is happening with her? I need that to happen, too. <laughs> she was awesome. And you know what? Yeah. She showed up, and I was like, oh, here's the just the model that no. they pulled who's willing to get nude. And then she's like a great actress. She's yeah. really good. Yeah. She's really good. That was a surprise. She's good. That was great. So yeah. those are my five. Bad Grandpa, though, is my probably my long shot for an Oscar. Though I think they might win. They have a good shot this year. Yeah. Nominated for Never makeup. Never count out Meryl Streep, though. I, I love know, Meryl. There's a, there's a, They've there's, got to be done giving her Oscars. They're talking about other actresses this year, but she, because she's Gosh. there and they love her, oh. and she, she, just, she could and just she come out. she gives a great speech. You can count on her. Yeah. Tom Hanks gave the best performance of his life ever, 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 ever. And they'd be like, we gave you two in a row. No <laughs> way. Like, I, I just think they've got to be at that point for Meryl at some point. Like, no. How about no? Well, about Noah's an answer. They, well, they did that, they did that this year for Captain Phillips with Tom Hanks, so that's the yeah, sad yeah, part. Yeah, 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 exactly. Are your top five, Adam? All right, my top five, uh, these, these are pr probably not the best films of the year, but uh, uh, But I, your top five. I think now... I'm going to start at five. 30 episodes into the showcast plus. We know you. I know. So I know, the, we know this isn't the best five films me, of the year. And let me These just, are your top five. And let me just preface this by saying, Paul, do you remember when Chicago, when I used to invite you to a film festival and we would watch superhero movies up until a superhero movie came out, right? Yes. You would come over and I would and I would pop in that like somebody had made their own Spider-Man feature <laughs> like on VHS and I found it in a Comic-Con and bought it. Like in, in the, the ABC Justice League pilot. We watched stuff like that before we go see Blade. Right, we watched Spider-Man in the hopes that, man, they were just around the corner for oh, making that James someday. Cameron, Jim Carrey, Spider-Man movie yeah. that never happened. Those were the days when they were making Bridget Jones' Diary, uh, Notting Hill, all those movies. The poor Adam had nothing to watch. I had nothing to watch. So i got to say, a year like this is one that I was unforeseen in my lifetime. <laughs> so therefore, many of my top five movies are superhero movies because it's just amazing they're out and they thrilled me to no end. And we are also living in a time when superhero movies are really well done. That's Lay true. On. Yeah. Lay it on you. Okay, so number five, gravity. Get that out of the way. Okay, <laughs> Iron Man oh, 3. Oh, you just saw that. Right, so <laughs> I good, just saw good it. for you catching up. But it is. It is. That, what an accomplishment that movie is. Yeah, it's you know, impressive. I, I, it's, it's so impressive. And everything's already been to said think about they it. Didn't I, I waited shoot, way But to long, think but. they didn't shoot in the anti-gravity plane like yes. they shot Apollo 13 and recently Kate Upton. But oh, they was oh, other visual effects to get all that stuff done. I mean, it... It won all the VES awards. Gravity's going to win all the visual effects and tech awards yeah. at the Oscars as well. Go on. Yeah, no, and, and yeah, it's like it's like what hasn't been said about that. It, 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 it is an amazing accomplishment. And as a person who likes action movies, and as a person who likes science fiction and space movies, it's all of that, but lauded and acceptable. Yeah. It, and it's a CG movie. Yeah. It's yeah. all CG. Tons and tons and tons of CG. There's nothing in that movie and that's I real. And I totally accepted it, unlike Lord of, of the Rings. Of course. Which I don't like this. Yeah, movie. exactly. Well, that's like being that's being unicorns and shit. You're like, all right, yeah, unicorns, but, I but you bought know, it all. we know we know Tom Hanks could go into space. We believe that she'd go into space. You know. Yeah. Anyway, so Gravity, uh, Iron Man three. Yes, of course. The third Iron Man movie. Now, definitely not the best of that series. I like two a lot. Every, I did too. It's so funny. I find I out like every two. I yeah. Like two. I said, don't believe the hype on that when it came out because the hype was that it was bad. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. No, but Iron Man 3, it's cool to give a whole new adventure, and they sort of like kept it tenuously tied to Iron, to Iron, uh, the Avengers. Okay, the next one, Man of Steel. Right, they made a superhero, Superman movie, 
And they made this really great, serious Superman movie and took in all these aspects that we never thought of but took for granted. You know, what it's like to be an orphan, an orphan of a race. Like, the, the whole take on Zod. Yeah, the alien angle was the new. The alien landing yeah. angle. Like, I can't believe you just skipped over that. Actually, I mean, I love, I love what Richard Donner did with it because it did sort of just skip over that. But now this time for this message and an alien invasion movie and that's just a cool way to... And a cool progression. It's just cool. Thor 2. Okay. Oh. Just, and what a fun, rip-roaring adventure. And that's what it should be, right? It's a comic book. That's it's, good. It's a really, It's yeah. no Iron Man 3, but it was good. It's no it's Iron no Man 3. Iron You're Man. right. Maybe I get that <laughs> What is? It's I, no, I think, no gravity, but it's okay. Go I think ahead. I still got some excitement <laughs> leaking off of that, because I just saw it recently. God, so what know? is your number one movie of the year? Wolverine, man. Uh, Holy crap. And that's actually a good movie. Like, Thor 2, I don't know. I, I doubt that's a good movie. <laughs> given, given the longevity of time, 10 years from now, will I say that's a good movie? I don't know. But Wolverine? They nail it! That is the Wolverine movie that a sixth grader that I was when they first talked about the very idea of having a Wolverine movie, which was never going to happen. No, because Spider-Man was never going to happen. And if Spider-Man can't happen, X-Men's never going to happen. Who the hell is going to watch an X-Men movie? It's obscure. It's more obscure than Thor. And now there's seven of them. Well, I, 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 coming up. I think that is a really uh, interesting list because right, you have... Flop Thor 2 and Iron Man 3. I got you on that one. No, Gravity. Uh, no, no, Flop Gravity, gravity and, Thor and Thor 2. 2. I wanted to lead with the funny Gravity and get that I out like the way. fact that Gravity's <laughs> even in there. So there you go. Well, I, I, I should have made that number one after Force of Mirror. We don't share any funny. movies, but my top five... You didn't uh, put Gravity? No Gravity, huh? No Gravity? No, I didn't put Gravity. Gravity oh, and wow. You'll be happy to know it got bumped by August Osage County. Oh. Yay! Yeah, Gravity is great. I, some about the... I mean, I'm an old bastard now, perhaps, and I just dig the That's human true. drama and the and the, the scenes with people, you know, just figuring shit out and working their, their shit out together. Yeah, yeah well, uh, Gravity also gets to be the confined spaces movie, the con limited time frame movie. Mm -hmm. It's in real time. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of got all those things that are the antithetical to the sort of classic you know, Sam Shepard drama happening in the living room. I'll get back to you know. confined spaces later. My number four, Philomena. The oh, Oscars that was did good. right How is that? Good. good. Great film. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Great simple small drama. Hey, uh, no Steve Iron Coogan Man 3. doing stuff I've not seen him do it, before in just small roles and comedies. Here he, you know, he wrote, he produced, he stars, he's great. Judy Dench always great. Yeah. Yep. Number three, Nebraska. Oh, oh that's a great movie. Alexander Payne, the guy does not make bad movies. That's a great like movie. Like Paul Greengrass, they are it for guys batting a thousand anymore. Jason Reitman is hit or miss now. Pixar is yeah. uh, you know not hitting a hundred. That's uh, a good. Anymore. That's a good call. Greengrass and Payne, man. Payne just delivered again. Simple, elegant, smart, great movie. Full of great actors. I almost put that in my top one because I just know I'm going to love that movie. It's a great movie. <laughs> you haven't, you haven't seen, seen it, it yet. No, it, I just know it, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Number two, Wolf of Wall Street. We talked uh, about that. I Wolf just, of Wall Street is so good. I've said it before, perhaps. It's modern just it reminds me of. <laughs> see, it reminds me of more of Natural Born Killers, where you just have to pull out all the stops to tell the story that needs telling. Yeah. Natural Born Killers, here's every media trick in the book. Yeah. Wolf of Wall Street, here's every excess from the 80s and 90s you could possibly imagine. Just and telling our crazy yeah, story. Yeah, we're batshit insane. Can I water on me? Because uh, you're all looking up over no, my No, you're good. So no, 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 keep there. going, you're good. Because <laughs> they're still dumping like water crazy. around. I'm sure the camera is seeing how close that guy is. It is fun. <laughs> Speaking of confined spaces, my number one is Captain Phillips. Again, from Paul oh, Greengrass, who I just yeah. mentioned, does not make bad movies. Mm -hmm. And this is uh, this is one of his best. And it comes with a great script and a great lead performance that wasn't nominated. I can't believe that. That's ridiculous. Full of great supporting actors That's as well. That's what I'm saying. Meryl Streep's going to get that treatment sooner or later. Yeah. You had enough. You're done. Yeah. You're done. You're, you're, done. you're out. Yeah. Well, you can give it to Barkhad Abdi. Tom also coming off of a you know a decade of Cloud Atlas and Larry Crown. Uh, 
I would like to have seen him vault back yeah. into a nomination yeah. with this great performance, but uh, it's not going to happen. So, uh, those are our films. Let's talk about what the uh, what was nominated here. So, you tell me what what will or sh or yeah or should win let's from our best. It. Let's lead big best picture. Yeah, yeah. Let's go down uh, to it. Twelve what? Years a Slave, The yeah. Wolf of Wall Street, Captain Phillips, Her, American Hustle, which none of us have talked about yet. No, oh, that's Gravity, true. I, yeah. Dallas Buyers Club, Nebraska, and Philomena. And now, what you say, I think that's the stupid. I, I don't think that it should, but I think American Hustle is going to win for some reason. Do you really? Yeah, it's. I think it's too kooky to win. It's made a lot. It's, it's made, made a run. A, a you know, won a SAG run. award. It yep. won, yeah. yeah, it came out of globe. nowhere, and now it's taken over. But I want Gravity to win, but well, I, it you won't. Know, I, I would love uh, something as kooky as American Hustle to win because that's because we, as we've said, in all you can go through all the Oscar winners and you can say whether that movie was the best picture of the year or the most serious picture of the year mm -hmm. because sometimes movies just win for being the most serious picture of the year. Right, we've talked about this. I like got of Africa, uh, the most oh, serious well, movie then of the in year. That case, 12, 12 years of slave. Most right. serious movie of the yes, year. Yes, right? you can't get more serious than that movie. Yeah. So yet, and we just posted a review of that on movieguys.net. It's 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 artful. I've heard it's more so it's than great. like I'm Chariots of Fire or uh, <laughs> you know. Some Can of I just films. say something about Chariots of Fire? I would love for you no. to say I something. On, about I went of off fire. on this rant in my apartment out loud. This is what happens. <laughs> this is why we started this podcast. Yes. Because <laughs> I I started going off about Chariots of Fire and I was like, fuck that movie. Because that started when I was a kid. I was like, what is this stupid movie? That started the they're picking the most serious movie. Right. You know, not the best movie. Just Chariots the most of Fire. Have you ever heard someone reference it? Has it ever been on TV? It's never been Has quoted. it ever been brought back to the theaters? Nope. Has anyone ever talked about it? Have you ever seen it? Has People do not dress it. up like that character for, for Halloween years later. Like Ghostbusters. I mean, talk about a movie that just doesn't need to be best picture no. because nobody ever gave a shit. I never like saw that it. year, I could feel nobody gave a shit. And I was like seven. <laughs> <laughs> and of course that year, well, you know, my my angst in that direction, that was the year Raiders of the Lost Ark came out. Exactly. Oh. So fuck that movie. One exactly. One like score effects movie. and editing. Now like that. who's the best picture? Yeah. You bunch of British people running. And I don't even know what the plot of that could possibly be. Exactly. That's the only thing that lasted. Now I feel the challenge to gather a bunch of people up. Get some white shorts and white T-shirts, and just run slow motion through the West Hollywood Halloween Carnival this year. Right? Okay. And people uh, will just think. But that I'm, but I'm gonna wear a Bo Derek wig, since oh, we're running in nice. slow motion. Eighties <laughs> <laughs> reference. It's a three-way race though to leave 80s. best picture behind. It's Twelve Years a Slave won a lot of the uh, critics awards leading up to this. It won the BAFTA, and uh, it's so it's positioned itself until these late runs from Gravity which is uh, winning some stuff, including, like I said, the VES, it cleaned up. And now American Hustle with the uh, Globe and the SAG Awards making a run as well. So that's the three-way race, I think. Sadly, leaving my favorite uh, uh, Captain back Phillips Back it up, out. Paul. This back is the it best. up. This is the best. <laughs> it takes all the seriousness out of everything. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway. So I just want to say saying. that it tells a story of America <laughs> that America shouldn't be afraid to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk. So, what uh, should be the best picture out of those? Oh, I think Captain Phillips. Captain Phillips, yeah. and what do we think will win? American Hustle. Now, I think her. 
should. But I haven't seen it. I've just heard right, that heard. it's okay. that good. Let's move on to Best Director. <laughs> uh, we have Steve McQueen from 12 Years a Slave, David O'Russell from American Hustle, Alfonso Cuaron from Gravity, Alexander Payne from Nebraska, and Marty from Wolf of okay. Wall Street. Okay, we can throw out Marty. He got his, right? Yeah. You're done. You're out. Departed. You're out. Uh, so, so the next legacy, they're going to pick the next legacy of like, you are the director for years to come, right? Yeah, and maybe then they're not going to. This is Steve McQueen's first kind of big. Or wait, what else did he direct? Hunger. Nah, that, but that's not the Academy. Didn't really. Yeah. Okay. I think so I'll Steve McQueen, probably sorry on this one. Well, I think. I'll tell you your winner. It's going to be Alfonso Cuarón. Okay. That's because. what I think so too, because he did amazing things with stuff that didn't exist. Yeah. And yeah. they love him. Yeah. They love his, uh, you know, the Spanish language films. And it's got a seriousness, a wonderful seriousness about it, but. I like to and even when Gravity doesn't win Best Picture, like the BAFTA Awards, he does. He wins Best yeah. Director. Yeah. I mean, think about what he had to do. Not only did he oh, yeah. direct people to act with things that weren't there, but he came. I, I think they came up with the technology to make that to be able to happen without going up that's into a James zero Cameron gravity. Move. I yeah. want yes. this. We can't do it. Build it. Build it. Ah, I love and that. And that's the thing. And, and Alfonso Cuarón, he's also the director of uh, of. Uh, some some so many grams. Twenty one grams. Twenty one grams. I knew there was a number in there. He directed Children of Men. I know that. Children of Men. Twenty one grams and Babel. Babel. No, that's uh, Inratu. Oh, I get them confused sometimes. Yeah. Okay, but anyway, but in a very Inratu might have directed Babel or directed Twenty One Grams. Oh, I forget. Quaron was like Itu uh, Mama Tembien. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But still, kind of considered like a serious-ish director. Yeah. This is an interesting move for him. So they're like, oh. You know, it's not sci-fi being done by George Lucas. We'd never recognize that, even if it right, was exactly this point. movie. Yeah. Yeah. If this exact movie came out and it was by George Lucas, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Right. right. But uh, well, I mean, he would, uh, George Lucas is a bad example. It, he, he wouldn't make this. You know but what? anyway, yeah, it's a bad example because whenever she's up in space, but still, you know, then all of a sudden there'd be a knock on the door, and then friggin' some stupid puppet character would show up with some horrible and accent. He would talk like a race we haven't found to offend yet, right? Yes. A brand new one. It would be horrible. <laughs> Paul, Paul Greengrass, so of course, is my choice. He's not even nominated here. Oh. But that's what happens ever since you have uh, up to ten nominees. And Paul Greengrass, what did he direct? Captain Phillips. Oh, Twelve like nominees that. for Best Picture, and then they give you five nominees for mm -hmm. uh, make sense. Director. Yeah. I agree with Rob Reiner, and I may have said this on the show before, who said when he was not nominated for A Few Good Men, which I think got seven Oscar <laughs> nominations, and not the director, Yeah. he said when a f film wins Best Picture, you give an Oscar to the producer, you give an Oscar to the director. Let's see. Take out the director category. If you of course, there's a whole guild that would have an issue with that, but that's a good theory, I think. Yeah. Because what's funny is when you have that many nominations, those are choices. Each of those is a choice the director made. Yes, right. that's the cinematographer I wanted. Yeah. That's the set designer I wanted. These are all yep. people that's I collaborated with yeah, to <laughs> yeah. get my yeah. vision put so across. So it's like, okay, all those choices are being awarded. So who made those choices? Uh, and the rain is falling down even further here, but uh, let's move on to Best yes. Actor. The camera looks dry, luckily. Well, we're safely under the tarp that the guys have been putting up all day, and you can still see them in the background putting tarps up over the bleachers, so when folks get here to watch the uh, the crazy bleacher scene at the Oscars, it's, it's crazy. just We did it screaming. one year. Crazy. Uh, they'll be dry, so that's good. Uh, because we're live from the red carpet. And who will they be screaming at? <laughs> Bruce Stern for Nebraska. Oh, she would tell Edgy of Four for 12 Years a Slave. Matthew McConaughey, Dallas Buyers Club, Leo DiCaprio for Wolf of Wall Street, or Christian Bale from American Hustle. Your choice. I like Matthew McConaughey in this category. I think he trans... He, he completely... I almost said transposed himself. He completely... He transformed himself. Transformed himself. He transmorphified. 
Also, I think the reason I want him to win is because he's so good in Wolf of Wall Street. I, I love that whole thing with him pounding his chest. Yeah. He's That's great. a great monologue yeah. or scene, you know, it's sort of a scene a lot. It's his only scene in that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and he shows up doing the little other things, little but that's, oh, okay. his, that's so his moment. Good. Yeah. That's his big thing. Well, th well this is the year we're all recognizing McConaughey's no joke anymore. Right. Yeah. So they're going to reward that, I think, right? They're going to yeah. be like, welcome to being no joke. Or is it going to be one of those things where, like, now you get, you get nominated two more times and then we give it to you, like Pacino or whatever? You know? Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, it could be too young for him. It could be too early. I don't know. I think he's going to win. That's my prediction. Uh, although there's other folks who've certainly won awards up until now. She would tell Edgy Ford just won uh, the BAFTA. Uh, oh, yeah. So he's got that going for him. <laughs> Which is but, nice. But I think that's like. Uh, <laughs> that's good. Perfect for Harold Ramis. Thank you. Uh, uh, I think Chiwetel is one of those things of like, if he gets nominated again, then it would be a little more serious consideration. Right? He's not been nominated before, has he? No. Okay. Oh, that's right. The first time it's kind of make you pat on your the back. Right? Of, you know, like, yeah. uh, make it work for the next one. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Does anybody get that right out of the gate oh, sometimes? Yeah. Oh, that's Marissa right. Tomei, Marissa yeah. Sorvino. No, that was an accident, I think. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I think but, it was. But I think what they do later is they feel bad because you didn't get it for the thing you should have gotten it for, and then they give it to you for scent of a woman. Yeah, yeah we want to talk. We want to come up with a name for that. There's a movie Ooh, Guidepedia yeah. term for that whole concept of Paul Newman winning for the color of money. Right. Yeah. I think for, they do that. Yeah, uh, the it's scent a of a woman. Of those two a things. Newman Pacino. Yeah. <laughs> scent. The scent of money. Scent of money. Scent of a money. Yeah. <laughs> Best actress, we have Amy Adams, Kate Blanchett, Judy Dench, Sandra Bullock, and Meryl Streep. I love that Amy Adams keeps getting nominated because I got a thing for her. Mm -hmm. It's good to know she's not only cute, but talented as well. She was great and in that. Yeah. 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 And it's good to know that she'll be there on the red carpet because she has to show up. I hope yes. she shows up in one of those blouses from right? American Hustle. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> that, that costume designer, tell me that costume designer. I've already picked them as is my nominated. favorite. Yes, okay, they are. Good. Okay, I hope so. Because yes. anyone who could do that much with double-sided tape yeah. and inside cleavage is very talented. Because that's some dangerous cleavage. Yeah, show that clip for the best costume, please. Absolutely. Tough category, though. Kate Blanchett's been winning everything up till now. And, it's, and she's great. But and I Sandra really Bullock. want Meryl to win. And Sandra Bullock when Kate didn't. So. But Sandra Bullock's won one. Yeah. yeah. And that was kind of her like, okay, finally you got it. You right. Know, that was, so Kate Blanchett has never won. She did. She won oh, supporting she actress for oh, The Aviator. But she also, you know, the way that Denzel won supporting actor for Glory, they still wanted to anoint him with an actor award. Ah. So they still may want to give her an actress award. Well, now that you put it that way, though, I, I can see them starting to saying, welcome to Hollywood Amy Adams award, too. Sometimes this kind of goes to that person who's like, is yeah. in a couple cool things, but you know they're going to be around for a long time. So they're yeah. like, all right. After Junebug, after Doubt, after all these other films. Yeah, like you're, you're in. Yeah. Did you guys kind of wish that Amy Adams had been around the way she is now when they did Boogie Nights? I could totally see her in that. Oh, I don't know. Is she the kind of... Get that down and dirty. I don't know. Wouldn't that be hot? Yes. That would have been awesome. They're all dressed somewhat boogie nights, I guess. Right? I don't know. <laughs> it just seems like she should play the uh, part of the redheaded lady that Julianne Moore played. Julianne Moore? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm just saying. Best I want Meryl Streep to win anyway. Always good. She go full nude because Julianne Moore, you don't even have to ask. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. why I don't be <laughs> tough for Amy. I don't know if you get that out of Amy Adams. You don't even have to ask. <laughs> She's walking by right now, naked here, live at the red carpet. Uh, supporting actor, we have Barkhad Abdi for Captain Phillips, Bradley Cooper, Jonah Hill, Jared Leto, and Michael Fassbender. These are dumb. <laughs> right? 
Well, you know, Bill Murray used to wipe these off the board on Saturday Night Live, right? He would always count. do his Oscar picks and he would go, Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress. And eh, nobody cares about those. And he just wipe them off the board. Like <laughs> It's it's almost every year like, the most the challenging category, though. I mean, there's, there's like it's always like It should be like, like Parkat Abdi because he's like a lead, A. Yeah, and, he's not a supporting and, like, actor. And who is that guy? And like he's and he's in the whole movie and he's fierce and awesome. and Yeah. He keeps up with Tom Hanks for an entire yeah. movie. Yeah. Everybody yeah. else in there is a comedy actor. I hate Wonder to... plays him. Yeah. Under yeah. him too. Yeah, I like but I mean, Jared Leto. Jonah Hill's nothing different than he is in almost anything, right? And and Bradley Cooper the same. Yeah, Bradley I mean, they're Cooper. just they're fun. Yeah, I mean, I like him in The Hangover too, but he didn't get nominated. I think people like Bradley Cooper because he looked ugly. You like Bradley Cooper in The Hangover too? The Hangover as well. Oh, okay. Oh. I said you could nominate him for The Hangover <laughs> as well. All right. <laughs> I think Leto's your winner here, though. He's been winning all the uh, yeah. awards yeah. up till now. I mean, pretty much every damn thing that comes out is McConaughey. Well, he transformed Leto himself. Yeah. That's what you got to do to get yeah. the nomination, to get the reward. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's probably it's believable. Him. For some reason, that character didn't thrill me as much yeah, as that like, the, sucked, the, right? the, the, the character in Captain Phillips, you know, that yeah. Abdi played. It was much more fascinating. Uh, yeah. But Barkat you know. Abdi is one of those things, like, although I guess they do get that award sometimes, to the sort of oddball casting choice first movie. Mm -hmm. uh, to just sort Octavia of Octavia Spencer for the help. Yeah, exactly. Her. She true. won. She was exactly. Great. Came out of nowhere. And uh, the pre uh, girl from Precious, she got nominated, yeah. right? She won. Money. Oh, yeah. she won. She yeah. won. It was the yeah. first movie, right? Yeah. yeah. But then I don't know for Barkat Abdi. I don't know if they're going to do that. They're we'll like, see. you're in this because you look weird. The best part about him is to <laughs> show up right hurt. here on this great carpet where we're they're currently be right sitting. They're going right here on this protected by plastic. It's got like a condom on it. He will take off of work, most likely, to be here. Barkat Abdi. Oh, He's just a regular sucks. guy in Minnesota. They I found know. him and they stuck him in a movie. That's Best Supporting Actress. We have Jennifer Lawrence in American Hustle, America's Sweetheart. Lupita Nyong'o for 12 oh. Years a Slave. June Squibb for Nebraska. Julia Roberts and Sally Hawkins. I love the Sally Hawkins nomination. I thought she was fantastic in Blue Jasmine. I didn't see it. Um, you know, and Happy Go Lucky and other films I've seen her I in. I loved her in oh, Happy Go Lucky. Oh, that's her? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'd give her an award. <laughs> I want Julia Roberts to win it because I love Julia Roberts. And I got to tell you, the second time I saw it, and I think I brought this up on the air recently, uh, the second time I saw August Osage County, Julia Roberts looked fantastic. She's great. And then when you look at her on screen, you, when she's right there showing up after the screening, you kind of go, all right, there's some work there you did to transform yourself mm -hmm. into a very plain person from a yeah, plain family of plain people. stunning, but she came off as very yeah. plain, very believable. Yeah, she's Kept up with Meryl. They went toe-to-toe. -to -toe. They did. Oh, that's impressive. Yeah. That's like Park Abdi and Tom Hanks. Like, yeah. You yeah. kept up with Tom Hanks for an entire movie. Exactly. Yeah. I think You're you awesome. Could, I think you could say Julie Roberts has reached Park Abdi-like status <laughs> wow. in Hollywood. Lucky girl. <laughs> Good call. The Park Abdi Award goes to... Now, can Jennifer Lawrence win again? No. Are they no, no, no. But she's great at winning. Sweetheart, she's great at winning. But, but uh, that last one she won should have been the one that she didn't get but should have gotten and then got later. But they gave it to her as the sort of welcome to Hollywood because you're going to be around forever. But she was nominated for Winter's Bone, didn't win that, oh. and then went on to win for Silver Lang's oh. Playbook. You're right, I forgot so that. So now she's just on a roll. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, now it's a clean Two years in a row slate. is a big thing. They, yeah. they say they've reserved that for Katherine Hepburn and stuff like that, for right? For dead actresses? No, I'm saying, well, those Oscars teasing. have been around for a while. Yeah, I'm just teasing. It's when you look back, you're like, that hasn't happened in so long. It has to be like... As we sit next to the Roosevelt Hotel, right? one of the very first Oscars. Yes, yeah. they're currently getting rained on. <laughs> uh, let's just burn through these next couple you know, screenplay. It's actually, uh, yeah. it's actually, I just have to say, uh, talking about the rain, it now feels very Hollywood because in movies in L.A. it rains, but it doesn't actually It here. doesn't really rain. So it feels like very movie-like tonight because it's, it's raining, but it doesn't do that in L.A. Adam, <laughs> don't tell people. They're Except in the movies. They're going to know that this is fake rain. Oh, shh. 
Moving on, moving on. So adapted an original screenplay. Uh, we have American Hustle, Blue Jasmine, Her, Nebraska, Dallas Buyers Club, 12 Years a Slave, Before Midnight, The Wolf of Wall Street, Captain Phillips, and Philomena. Um, only one I didn't this see. This is the Indie Award, midnight. right? This is for the best Nebraska. sort of indie-ish film. So it's David O. Russell, right? If he doesn't win Best Picture, he wins here. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. And then David O. Russell has an Oscar for bringing movies to... The, the Oscars every year with the fighter yeah. and Silver Linings Playbook. And this is the Quentin Tarantino Award, too. Like, we're not going to give Best Picture right. to Pulp Fiction. We're right. going to give you Best Original It's the Cone Brothers right. before No Country when they won for Fargo. Exactly. It's like, we yeah. wanted them. Yeah. Yeah. And adapted, nobody cares about that, right? No. Yeah. Woody <laughs> Allen won't win. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm rooting for Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, that was a I book? I mean, to make that... Oh, that's... It yeah. was based on Jordan yeah, Belfort. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's a movie, isn't it? Yeah, it's, okay, there you go. What's the hardest one If Lee were here, he would have picked that up. The only other one I would say is maybe Captain Phillips, because I'm such a fan of that movie as it is. Uh, and, that's and, adapted from the news. And you're cranking that film out. That movie's cooking, and I yeah. think it has a lot to do with just... You know, I mean, well, that might have a lot to do with on the set improvisation with Paul Greengrass and the actors, uh, or the non-actors. But uh, that thing cooks along with dialogue, and, and I, like the, I like the way... The screenplay portrays the Somali pirates, so they have a reason to do what they do, but they're not too sympathetic. You know, they're still thieves, you know, and uh, it was a nice balance. Again, it's my pick. So. Again, I haven't seen her, but from what I've heard, that's the hardest one of these to write. Yes. He, yes. Not that that's what they give the awards. It's winning for. all the well. It's winning all the awards oh, up till now. Oh, okay. I, that's probably your, that's probably the pick. Oh, you're, you know what? Spike Jones also is kind of like a David O. Russell. Like, hey, you've been doing these sort of indie quirky oh, and movies. Oh, he hasn't won anything. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. haven't given anything to you. You know what? Could be her. Uh, animated feature. Her? We have I seen uh, any of those. Frozen, Despicable Me, Too, The Croods, Ernest and Celestine, and The Wind Rises, which is on the. Uh, the I'm old marquee the, here for El Capitan. Half of our lighting is the El Capitan neon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why we look so lovely. If Paul has orange and blue highlights. Now, Frozen right. will win here, right? Frozen has made yeah. a gazillion dollars. It's Disney's sure. biggest animated film, perhaps of all time, already. It will not be The Croods. Can I say that? How is The that. Croods nominated? Is that movie I good? Have See, I this seen is it? the thing that makes me crazy about Harold Ramis. The Croods is nominated. He gave us Stripes, Ghostbusters, Groundhog Day. Vacation. Vacation. Croods, people. That makes me crazy. Ironically, he also directed Year One. Okay, we don't talk about that. Also not nominated. Come on. Also not nominated. <laughs> <laughs> you kill me. Uh, let's just uh, run over some of these. Shout out some things you guys see in the other uh, remaining uh, yeah. nominations yeah, I didn't that, see that strike you. Didn't see any of them. I'm going to tell you one right away. Uh, the score for Nebraska was one of the only oh, ones I, I left lot. whistling. Oh, yeah. cool. Like, sometimes when a score is just memorable. Yeah. yeah. I and also and it sets a tone. It had a nice little jazzy beat with trumpet. It kind of wasn't too bombastic, so it laid you back a little bit for kinda the really like laid Nebraska back story. Itself. Yeah. It created that, a nice feeling. I well, think I don't that see that here for original score, though. Exactly. Oh. That's the great injustice, Adam. Robbed. That's robbed. the great injustice. Some of these uh, isn't... Oh, sorry. Isn't... Um, some of these notable for their lack of score, like Gravity? Yeah, there's not much of a Gravity okay. score. No. And it's been winning. I agree it's that weird. Gravity should definitely win cinematography and editing because they did things there that you just had to make happen for this movie that never existed before. Yeah, Emmanuel Lebeski, if he hasn't won yet for cinematography, then he, he, he should win here. Right. But damn it, Roger Deakins the shot prisoners. Did he win last year for something? Because he, he should win every year, right? Won. He's not he's won for anything? He's like the ten, nine, ten time nominated whoa, 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 whoa. guy. Who's ever won. He didn't Jacob win for Brown. American Beauty. 
That's he didn't bad. win for that gangster movie with Tom American Hanks. This might be, oh, oh, that might be why. It was <laughs> That's the guy that died. Yeah. Oh, he's the new Conrad Hall. Roger Deakins shot Skyfall. Yeah. He shot all of oh. the Coen Brothers movies. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He Sorry. shot Fargo and No Country for Old Men. No, I, I think of him as uh, Conrad Hall. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's the new Conrad Hall. Yeah, oh, I, he's amazing. I, he I made Prisoners, a movie I was iffy on, just look amazing. I definitely think that best makeup and hairstyling, this one's close because I loved that Paul and I dressed up like Tonto and the Lone Ranger for Halloween and we got a lot of love. Probably more than the movie actually did. But I think Jackass is going to win it because Bad Grandpa's makeup was awesome. Well, there's something to be said for the makeup and, gra and Bad Grandpa because you can look however you want to look on camera. On a, right. But in front of someone, I they know. had to double the chore in that film the to make test. the makeup look really good. Right. Not just on camera, but... You know, because he had somebody. to convince those people at the funeral and all those places that he was real. Yeah. Or it wouldn't have worked. Whether he was arguing with him or hitting mm -hmm. on him, whatever it was. That's a great reason to give it that because yeah. no other just, no other nominee had to face that test. I want Bad Grandpa to be Oscar award winning. Yeah, I know. I me want too. that to happen. That movie's so charming. It is wonderful. There's so many movies that wish they could be as charming as that movie. No. When it's just Johnny Knoxville messing with a kid, but he's oh dressed like a God. grandpa. I can't and it. it's just like Johnny Knoxville just like would mess with the kid. Like when they go fishing. Yeah, Oh. I mean, like in the end credits stuff like that, like you got some girls and all that sort of stuff that, but it then comes off like a grandpa. It's so That's great. great. Uh, I also would have, would have nominated Monsters University. It's not the greatest Pixar movie, uh, but it looks brilliant and it's super funny. It's better than know. The Croods. That's a snub, it's right? absolutely so. better yeah. than The Croods. I saw Turbo and The Croods open for Pearl Jam. No, I saw Turbo <laughs> and The Croods one day in a double feature. I think I said that on the air. <laughs> and uh, Turbo was surprisingly better than I thought, but both were about right about the, the same level of yeah. DreamWorks animation. Not their finest moments, like uh, How to Train Your Dragon, but decent offerings, made a ton of money, just let it go. I think you nominate something else in it. Best visual effects, I think, should be Iron Man 3. Was that nominated? Yep. A lot of good visual effects, but the radical visual effects movie is Gravity. Yes, that's true. It does true. deserve it. Yep. There's a lot of new stuff in that. There's a lot of classic, you know, the idea. How, how long is that opening sequence without a cut? That's amazing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't now know. That, that I, 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 and I watched that movie closely to see, like, are, are their bodies animated and we just see the actors' faces so. and we move them around? I believe I so. I don't know how they did it. But then you see shots on the set of them. They're in costumes, so it's sometimes they are, sometimes they aren't probably. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, I don't know what it's the hell's like, going on. Yeah, I watched the behind the scenes of The Man of Steel, and it's amazing how many times. Superman's always in costume, but Zod? In the various armors and stuff, it's amazing how many times he's never in. Oh yeah, he's never wearing well, the first anything. First time I saw that was Attack of the Clones and Christopher yeah. Lee's head flying around a green screen, and oh they God. just put the other stunt actor's body in there. Yeah, because Christopher Lee's ninety. I know ninety. So yeah. next thing you know, he's having sword fights though. So if yeah. I were ninety and I saw myself having sword fights, I'd be psyched. Yeah, I would ask for a better script than Attack of the Clones, <laughs> but I'd be pretty excited that it was sword fighting up in the, up in the damn movie. But yes, this is the sort of visual effects that, if again, if it were a sci-fi movie. A traditional sci-fi movie with this the good visual effects they wouldn't give it anything but it's this good movie you know and utilizes the same effects that are necessary to tell a star wars movie but you know yeah and it cleaned up again at the uh, visual effects awards um gravity yeah so uh, oh and here's uh and it's radical it's 3d too let me just run through lee's picks real quick as lee okay. is in here yeah he thinks captain phillips should win oh good good on uh -huh. you lee mm. he, he likes meryl streep oh yay that's great yay, he lee. likes mcconaughey and leto oh i agree he picks june squibb for best supporting <gasps> actress in you know Nebraska. Why? Yeah. they she's might great. give it to her she is sure. fantastic that scene where she, she oh have you seen it yet no oh there's a scene where she's at the 
cemetery. But I know and I'm going to love it. And I know you're going to love it. There's a scene where she's at the cemetery, and she does something completely that you would not expect an old woman to do. Oh, and say it. they said, well, she lifts up her skirt and ah. screams at a dead guy. <laughs> and uh, she that was the first scene they had shot with her. And they were talking after the movie we saw it and that was the first thing they shot with her and the uh bruce Dern just said he knew that they were in a good place because she nailed that scene and it's such a strange old lady scene but she's been around you know and uh, lee liked her and lee also liked alexander payne Funny. and her for best screenplay her. which i finally her. saw last weekend and uh so I've her made, yeah her her so i've made up uh, and seen all these uh, nominated films all right. right, so everyone else should get out there and do the same. You've got a couple of days left before uh, they get Best out the awards themselves. Are we skipping? Are we moving we're on? Yeah, we're done. That. That's we're it for awards. Let's say anything <laughs> else. Because it's time to go out big, right? And we always go out big with Karen. And where we're broadcasting from here leads us to a special Oscar edition of Karen's Birthday is where we celebrate the birthdays of those who make the Oscar-winning movies. Karen? Birthdays live from the red carpet. All right, now this is very exciting. Uh, it, it's, it's our, like you said, it's our special Oscar rendition or edition. Ooh. Let's begin our special Oscar edition of birthdays this week by wishing a happy birthday to my doppelganger, actress Mercedes Rule, oh. who turned 66 but can play anywhere from Italian to Jewish. What happened to her? <laughs> she's she's still kicking around. Is she? She's behind that thing that's back. Did you just curse her. or is that? No. <laughs> <laughs> She's fucking Mercedes great. fucking rule. Can you Beep. tell me? Can you guys tell me what movie she won an Oscar for for Best Supporting Actress? Yes, Fisher King. In 1991. Oh. Yes. She also played Josh Baskin's mom. Who's oh. Josh Baskin? Uh, big. Oh, wow. That's kind of cool. She now, was in a bunch of stuff at that time. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It, as a matter of fact, I was going to say she was one of five actresses to have won a Tony Award and an Oscar in the very same year. Do you guys know what she won a Tony for in 1991? Oh, wow. Good call. Um, Oklahoma. No, that's what I'm no, going to like. a play, right? Way before that. It's a play. Yeah. I can give you a hint and you'll know, but I'm going to let you guess I want to say Speed the Plow. That's wrong. No, that's Madonna yeah. who killed that. What do you got? It's also a movie she was in. Lost in Yonkers? Yes, they oh, did the right know. thing. They don't normally do that. They don't usually take the actress who was in the play that's that and make Lost it into the movie. Comes from, right? I don't think so. I, make one up. I don't think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Lost in Yonkers. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's it. Lost it's like Tiny bum- Bubbles. But, you know, I shouldn't be preaching that, though, because I love Meryl Streep in August Osage County, and she's not the original. No? No, you know, the woman who did it on Broadway. We saw her, and she was amazing. Yeah. Uh, what was her name? We saw... Uh, oh, yeah. shitballs. I'll put it in in post. Okay, we'll put it in post. She was fantastic. <laughs> All right, next Estelle up... Parsons. Oh, Estelle, Estelle Parsons. Estelle Parsons. <laughs> so she's great. Next up, let's switch a happy birthday to this year's Oscar-nominated actress, Lupita Nyong'o, who turns 30... But can play anywhere from who is she to Oscar nominee. Right? Out of right? nowhere. Out of nowhere. She booked the role of Patsy in 12 Years a Slave three weeks before she graduated from Yale Drama School. I mean, that's something you'd want to put on your Yale Drama School brochure. Come to our school and you will get into your first movie and be Oscar nominated. Notable accomplishments. Yes. <laughs> I think our school says we're by Lake Erie. We have snow, (laughs) and there's heating in your dormitory. Be sure to visit the dunes. Decent, yeah, like 75% attendance by teachers. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a really big weekend. You're going to love this, Adam. It's a really big weekend for her because not only is she nominated for an Oscar, and she will be here on this grayish red plasticky carpet, 
But she also will be opening in a movie this weekend starring Liam Neeson. Because she will be in the Liam Neeson movie. Isn't what? that crazy? Non-stop? Non-stop. Wait, this is the girl from... From 12 Years a Slave. Oh, big, big weekend. Big weekend. Huge weekend. Cool? That if is she so wins cool. the Oscar in the box office in the same weekend... That'd be awesome. Ooh, nailing I don't, it. I don't know how big her role is. I think she plays... Anne. That's what it said on IMDb. She plays the person who's texting, who you can only read what right. they type. But anyway. <laughs> She's the bad guy. Yeah. Still. And lastly, let's wish a happy birthday to another Hollywood newcomer, Abe Vigoda, who turns 93 people. Jesus. Abe Vigoda. 90. Still alive. And I was just going to say, no, he's Whoa. not dead, but he can play anywhere from, I thought he was dead, to, is he still alive? <laughs> I've said both about him. Right. You and this was 20 years ago. He was um, old on Conan 15 years ago as a joke. He yeah, was yeah. <laughs> He was old when he played Fish on Barney Miller. Yeah, yeah. That was when I was born. Not noted for his youth, Fish. Oh, my right. God. Um, he is on. Okay, so. He was in his 60s then, probably. Uh, Jesus. Probably he's 93. Awesome. Now, the reason he's on our God list is not because he himself personally won an Oscar, but he was in two movies. And you know the answer, so let Adam guess. Okay. He was in two movies that were Oscar winners, and so he's associated with two Best Picture Academy Award winners. Godfather? Yes. And... Uh, Same Chariots of Fire. Same character, no! <laughs> Luca Prassi. Oh, two. Godfather, Godfather two. 2. Yeah. What? No, yeah. he, he, he plays killed. Tessio, first of all. Oh, Tessio, oh, Tessio. I'm sorry. And but he, he was in both. I was like, Luca Prassi dies? It Tessio says here, dies, the yeah. Godfather 2, maybe there's a callback or something. Yeah, it must have been the flashback sequence. Mm -hmm. He was originally, oh, oh you're going to love this too, he was originally considered to play the part of the monster in Mel Brooks' comedy, Young Frankenstein, given his height and his tremendous resemblance to Boris Karloff. That would have been a loss. That, not using Peter Boyle no, for that. So that would course, not have been It's awesome. written in history in my mind. So. <laughs> but it's kind of like typecasting. They're like, well, he's tall and old. So even back then? Oh! Even in 1973. Yeah. He's still old. <laughs> and now if Lee were here, he would uh, also say to you how much he knows that I love celebrity singing. So this week is no exception. Let's finish off our Oscar birthdays with a little Abe Vigoda singing a little ditty from the Donnie and Marie show. And he's helped out with Ralph Malf. What's his name? Donnie Most. Donnie, Donnie Most. And then the other one, too. Anson Williams. And Anson, Anson Williams. Williams. Hotsy himself. Yes. Wow, Alan Hale Jr. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we enjoy that, uh, that lovely party music. Thank Alan Hale Jr. Wow. Thank you very much, Karen. That wraps yes. another movie showcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter at The Movie Guys and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Movie Guys, as well as YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, and all that shit. Uh, chime in. Yeah, chime in with your own picks. Who do you want to win? At the movie, guys. Post it out there. Let us know. Uh, thanks to our friends at Rotoflix. We'll be choosing our picks in the... Yeah, they're going to be killing us. Fantasy they award said, season. come and do it with us. And then they just housed us. Yeah. The guy who owned that place, yeah, he killed our He's league. He's killing He's doing us. Great. Uh, next year, we'll get in early, though. Funny. We'll get in early. Uh, we're also on Vine, Instagram, LinkedIn, all that shit. Uh, thanks to Steve Schultz for his writing contributions to the show every week. And remember, you can always find everything we're up to at themovieguys.net. And also, if you want to come to the hospital to visit us, because we're going to have pneumonia after this. So please send cards and flowers. Thanks for watching. We are going to now literally walk the red carpet. And it's going to squeak while we do it. Your silvery beams will bring love dreams. We'll be cuddling soon. We'll be cuddling soon.
my second son keeps complaining of headaches. I keep telling him when you get out of bed in the morning, it's feet fight. 